0: Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to Network.com. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey,
0: everybody, and welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight we're talking about Tom Cruise, The Mummy. <laughs> I am Jordan Long here with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing tonight? Yeah, well, back from the dead.
2: I, you guys? Uh, I
0: love some camel
2: spiders. <laughs> poisonous zombie-making camel spiders. I They're like just camel toes. Camel a little better,
1: spiders. But... They're not even poisonous. I. You know what? Like we're getting into it already. We're we're, we're doing The Mummy, everybody, and. From what, just to, to preface this already, um, the reason why they do this, because when I first heard this, I would assume that they were remaking the Rachel Weiss Brennan Fraser classic, The Mummy, you know, in that regard. But uh, no, they're actually doing, like, a, a complete new monster storyline to, to keep him a continuation of the trend of, of having these, these chapter. Uh, type movies leading up to the, to the big mess uh, a la <laughs> Marvel Universe to, to the Avengers. Right? Isn't that what it is? So we're going to have a mummy. We're going to have yeah. a, a Wolfman. We're going to have uh, a Frankenstein. Um, something else. Creature
2: from it. the Black Lagoon, probably. Yeah,
1: and, there, and then leads up to some sort of monster squad at the end, right? Mm. Some sort yeah, of monster that's match? exactly
0: what's happening. They're going to do a monster squad. I'm going to pull up what's coming up in order while we?
2: Uh, because this is a big deal.
1: Uh, yeah. First, I just want to... Well, I'm just going to say, I, you have I, to sign down already for this.
2: Yeah. I want to beg our fans, if you don't like this movie, that's fine. We're probably all there with you. Please don't turn us off, because this is going to be a really good show. We're going to shit on it, but we're going to talk. And, you know, I, I think we're going to have a fun show, so please don't tune us out just because of the context of the movie that we reviewed. <laughs> well, good, good call there.
0: So, this <laughs> is... <laughs> This is all that is 100% confirmed. This is what's happening. The name of the universe, they're calling it, is Dark Universe. Original. Don't know why. It's just called Dark Universe. It kicks off here with The Mummy. And in 2019, we are getting Bride of Frankenstein. That's the next movie. Jeez, that makes no sense. makes a jump, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, sure. Yes, we don't does. have Frankenstein, but we have Bride of Frankenstein. Well,
0: and let me finish here, because now it's going to get batshit insane. So, what I'm reading is the Dark Universe is setting up all these movies, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. There's 12 movies I'm going to tell you. Holy shit. After the 12th movie, it's going to be the big Monster Squad movie. Now, this is what's happening in order. The Mummy, Bride of Frankenstein which makes absolutely no sense. And I already know I'm not going to like it because the director that's doing of Frankenstein is Bill Condon, who did Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part 1 and 2. So I'm not looking forward to that one. The third movie is Creature from the Black Lagoon. Fourth movie, Invisible Man. Oh. Fifth movie, Van Helsing. Oh. Sixth movie, Wolfman. Here's why this makes no sense. Seventh movie, Frankenstein. Now, if you are a Frankenstein fan like I am, you know that Bride of Frankenstein happens after Frankenstein. So having the Bride of Frankenstein being the second movie and Frankenstein being the seventh movie makes no sense. Yeah. Movie Movie Eight, Dracula.
2: Okay. So you so you movie, have wait you're having Van Helsing who kills vampires before Dracula. Yes. Okay. Movie
0: Nine. I'm sorry. I had I was ten films not twelve. Movie Nine phantom of the opera phantom of the what? what of the opera
2: phantom of the opera yeah i well number one i love phantom of the opera but where does where does the phantom have in this storyline
0: well this makes no sense the last movie the 10th movie in the dark universe to kick off a monster squad the last movie is going to be hunchback of notre dame okay really I,
1: you know what like okay I'm 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 kind of curious because it, it looks sounds like they're doing a mix of like some sort of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mixed in with like some sort of Monster Squad type thing. At least that they classically as we know it. But like I would think that like the Mummy, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, and Dracula like those are the main four that are kind of kicked in now. Uh, I'm curious to see how they're gonna do it. I, I I really am just because and I think we all are because this is a not only a nostalgic thing but like more just like a classic thing. I mean this is this has been around since ages and. It, I'm more curious to see how they're going to do Dracula a la Bela Lugosi. Uh, I, I, I don't want them to do that that part. I want to see what their modern uptake is. And I hope it's not going to be goddamn cheesy. And I'm already eye-rolling because it's, it's another vampire movie. But... Like they have to reinvent it. It can't be something like Bela Lugosi, where it has like the widow's peak and he's got the cape with the medallion and, and you know he's walking around. You know, uh, what, what does he do? Uh, blah blah. You know.
2: <laughs> I want to suck your blood. I
1: am a vampire. You know, kind of that <laughs> type thing. So it's got to be. It's got to be fresh. It's got to be new. And obviously, whoever they're casting as Dracula is going to be. And it can't be a Bram Stoker thing either, right? It's it's got to be like. That's
0: it it be its own, own thing. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. So so to go easy. on that, Eric. I did some research today. Since today's my day off, I did a lot of research preparing for the show. Out a boy and for the dark universe. So, what happened before we get into the mummy here everybody is back in 2010 when they <laughs> released the Wolfman remake, that was supposed to kick off this dark universe. That
1: was with Benicio del Toro, am I correct?
0: Yes. Yes, okay. that movie was not well re- that movie was not well received not in theaters. It didn't do that well. So they're like, that's not happening. So they shelved the project, and then they said, hey, we're going to do a Dracula movie to kickstart it, and it's going to be Dracula Untold. Dracula Untold came out a few years ago. That was a total failure. So now they're kicking it off with The Mummy. The Mummy, however, so far with Tom Cruise is not a very big success. It's just, it's a, it is a success when it comes to money to a certain degree, Question. but it's a failure, especially for Tom Cruise. So does the
1: uh, Thomas Jane, I, Frankenstein thing, is that completely irrelevant as well?
0: Yes, irrelevant. Um, and, 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 and I don't know if they're going to even do the Dark Universe because the amount of money that this movie was made for and the box office it has gotten with the week it's been out is atrocious, especially for a movie with this kind of a property and especially with Tom Cruise. So the budget for this movie was $125 million, and it's only grossed 181. million. This is one of the lowest box-offing weeks ever in a Tom Cruise movie.
1: Now, is that – that's that's overall. That's overall. Okay.
0: So it made its money back. But is it going to make enough to grant them to do this dark monster universe? I
2: don't well, think you, so. You got you to realize that, like, a lot of the – the money that doubles up and triples up is people going to see the movie multiple times. This movie, for all intents and purposes, for all of its of its flaws and good qualities, there are some good qualities we, we can't deny it. Nobody's going to go back to see this movie. You know the reason the reason Wonder Woman was so, made so much money, the reason you know Star Wars makes so much money, is because people went to see it multiple times, whether it be in a weekend or. You know, they went and they took their wife and then, oh, I'm going to take my kids and i don't want to take my mom and dad. Okay. That's just not – that's just not capable. People are just not going to do that for this movie. Well, well – You know, it was – I, I feel bad because I love the concept. What we've been talking about, the lead up to this and then what we've been talking about here in the show, like the, the dark universe. That's a great concept and the the universe way back when – was awesome, you know. I remember growing up with, Bella, with Bela with Bella Lugosi, you know. I remember growing up with like the the Frankenstein's and and you know and hell, I even I even remember, uh, you know, my grandpa showing me Abbott and Costello meet the meet the Mummy
0: classic,
2: yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I loved I loved those. This like it they they just took it in, on such a on a, such a level that it just like it sucked, and I'm afraid that people just aren't gonna be into the ideas of of something like this and they're going to, they've basically, they're, they're trying to catch on to something that's worked for everybody else. Marvel number one, you know, DC number two, you know, the concept is cool, but it's just, they're not making good movies.
1: You know, and, and to add on to that too, I I feel that, so I'm going to start by saying that I, I enjoy Tom Cruise movies. For the longest part, I I can honestly say that he has done a very good job of putting out real good movies. As of late, he has not. And we can start by going with Rock of Ages. We can start uh, with, obviously, we had done Jack Reacher. Never Stop Ending for the End or whatever the fuck that movie was called. Uh, Never Stop Believing Until... uh, Whatever the hell, you know. Never Go Back. Never Stop Never Going Back. Yeah, whatever the hell. That movie was was we I was, we we all unanimously agreed that that one was not a good movie whatsoever. And then this one comes out too. Mission Impossible Five was another one too. Like I, I feel that he's kind of started started to do like these paycheck movies now. And um, you know what? Like Edge of Tomorrow was a very good one. I actually enjoyed that one a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. I but agree. I agree with that. I,
1: but I feel that maybe like Tom Cruise is just like okay, let me look at the script. Man, whatever. Is there action? Can I do my own stunts? I can. Then I'm on. Let's go. Let's do it. And I, I feel like he does, he does that because this movie. And you know what? Actually, I, I'm I'm giving him a lot of the benefit of the doubt because I still have a lot of faith in Tom Cruise. I enjoy him. I actually do. And he played a, a slightly different character in this movie where he was um well he started off actually kind of sleazy like kind of like this this untrusting character type thing you know. But obviously because of the, as we progress with the whole curse and that whole fucking thing. Going on, you see good qualities, but like he started as a rule breaker in this movie. So it's something that's a little bit uh, not his right He usually plays kind of, you know, but still military in this role. He fucking always loves doing this ex military shit. I, I think that um, I'm trying to give him a bit of the doubt in that it's not him, in that it's the script or that it's the director that didn't paint the picture properly or what have you. But I, I don't know I can' I can only go so far before I, I say you know one thing over the other. This seemed like a very paycheck movie to me.
2: And, and you know and I can agree with that I mean you use the word paycheck movie I would more I would more use and, and that's a term you've been using a lot lately and I, I agree with it. I'm thinking more along the lines of him just being extremely selfish with anything that comes into United Artists. Okay. Anything that he you know anything that he knows is going to make him the most money, he wants to be front and center of. Can I blame him? No, but it's gotten almost to the point with the last couple movies, with the exception of Edge of Tomorrow, and the only reason that that was any good was really truly because it was it was new. It was like a new thought process, a new idea, really. Yeah, you know the only reason. Uh, with the exception of that one movie, you know, it's like nobody's sending anything to United Artists to do. They're sending them to everybody else because they know that Tom Cruise is just gonna is just gonna steal it and ruin it. And he's a great actor. He's incredible. I I, I you know, Cold Trickle is still one of my favorite characters of all time.
1: Oh man, <laughs> you know? there you go. Yeah. Days,
2: Days of Thunder was Days great. Days of Thunder was the shit. That, and Drake Melly because of that one. Yeah. And and you know and actually if you think it, when he took when he takes the fun roles like in, uh, in Tropic Thunder, I didn't know that, totally. that that was Tom Cruise until it was it, until it was like almost too obvious. Those comedy chops, I, you know. Yeah, I, I think I think you know that like he's just sort of he's not being he's not been given good movies and this movie this one here. You're looking at some of the creds for the producers and the writers and directors; they're all Mission Impossible retreads.
1: You know what? Let's 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 go a little bit more. Let me. I, and when I say because you had said that I've been using the term paycheck movie, and which I mm-hmm. have, but I, I think let's let's define that a bit more, because there's... And
2: I agree with you what you're saying, by the way. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm oh, just no, trying no, no. to like take it a step further.
1: I, and I, but, I, yeah, exactly. In, in that attempt, too, I will say that, not even with just it being a paycheck movie, there's a difference, I think, uh, and not a, a far one, too, between a paycheck movie and, let's say, a high-budget or studio green-screen movie. Where mm-hmm. the the effort is different. A paycheck movie is, you know, go to location, and uh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, couples retreat. Remember that one with like Vince Vaughn and you know, it, it was mm-hmm. pretty much just an excuse. Or like pretty much every Adam Sandler movie, where it's just like an excuse <laughs> to go to a tropical island and for just, six months. Yeah, exactly. And they just happen to bring a camera with them and they just shoot for you know, in tropical mm-hmm. island for for a month or so, something like that yeah, that might be a paycheck movie or an excuse movie. I feel like something like this is uh, not much so much as a paycheck movie, although in the same broader sense, I do mean that, as much as it's just like a green screen movie. Listen, the actor, we all we need you to do is just show up on this green screen set for uh, for you know uh, twelve weeks. just just do this. and that's it. And it's easy for you to do to get your lines, get your you know you're running from one from stage left to stage right. We'll fill in all the, the shit later, on. and that's all it is. It's it's all just green screen visual effects, and this mm-hmm. movie was a lot of that. It was a lot of it. Pretty, very, very eye candy, uh, but that's that's was the that was the uh, the uncred, uh, uncredited actor in this one was the visual effects.
2: Yeah, and just to, just to add to that point, it's almost like, it's almost as if Tom Cruise. And I would be, wouldn't be surprised if he did this. And you know, all due respect to his previous, you know, his previous work, he's basically said, "I don't care about the movie. I just want to, I just want to look cool." Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't care about this concept, the story. He just wants to look cool. Is that accurate? You know, I don't know if that's his thought process, but it might be some level of narcissism of him. You know, saying he he's only worried about him, and that's just me speculating, but. You know, just to add to your point, I think it's he. he's just doing shit to make him look cool. Maybe. Maybe.
0: I mean, like, I am one of the firm believers right now that Eric's theory is correct. For the past <laughs> year and a half, I've, I've been trying to disprove it. But, Eric, you have converted me. Huh? Uh, I think this movie uh, has not been successful because you don't need to see the movie. Uh, just watch the trailer, and there's the movie. Uh, this trailer spoiled every single thing in this movie.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Eric is fucking right. Um and I think that's what turned people off. I think people I mean because the Brendan Fraser movies were very, very successful. I mean hell they spawned four Scorpion King movies after it. Yeah. I mean like so I me mean, like I mean like so it was successful. It was good. I think people are maybe A just tired of Tom Cruise or B Tired of everybody trying to copy Marvel or the last one, see, okay, I sell the trailer. I don't need to go see this movie. And I'm disappointed in it. This actress who plays the mummy, by the way, is amazing. Mm -hmm. If they made the whole movie about her and how she became to power and end the movie Uh, with her being mummy, mummy eyes. Yes. She would be Wonderful. I mean, we don't have to have... But no, what do we get? We get Russell Crowe in this movie who plays a character, I'm not going to get into it yet, that is near and dear to my heart and he just pisses all over it. Oh, she played the alien in Star Trek Beyond that we reviewed. Uh, she did. We on. She also played Gazelle in Kingsman, the Secret Service.
2: Uh-huh. Yes. Here, Here's my question, like you said. Uh, Russell Crowe plays a... A, mytho- a, a, a huge character in the mythology of, you know, this universe and yeah. great stories. But you didn't mention that they're making that movie. Yeah, they're not making the movie. I wanted they are not that making too.
0: that movie. They're not making it. It is. He's going to be in it. So I, I just. Ugh. OK, so first of all, let's go to the mummy. I like the fact that the mummy's a female, something different. That's cool. I like the fact that. Now the way I read it, correct me if I'm wrong. So the movie starts out where what is her name in the movie? Because i I have it here, but I can't really s- pronounce. Ah-ha-ment. it. What was what was that? Ahmed? Hamnet. Hemnet. Okay. So she pretty Ah-ha-ment. much wants to. She pretty much wants to rule the world, and a dark spirit. Let's just say the Grim Ripper, for the lack of a better word, said, you know. I will grant you this power, but you have to find a guy to pretty much fall in love with you in a way so I can be reincarnated so we can rule the world together. In a nutshell, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Through, through laws okay. of – yeah, yeah, yeah. All those the okay. laws there. She gets, she gets caught, and she gets mummified alive. And I was expecting the Black Beatles. Didn't happen, which is fine. Uh, but I did notice the reference in the movie, though. Uh, if you guys notice the old books from the uh, Brendan Fraser movies, that is that uh, that uh, book does make a cameo in this. That's just a little fun. The book of the Dead type thing. Yeah, yeah. So the and then they bury completely away from Egypt. Yeah. So guys, the idea of the story is not bad. What is bad is everything Tom cruised. <laughs> she. Aminette is wonderful. She's better than the Mummy, than the Brendan Fraser movies, in my opinion. This is the best Mummy we've ever got.
1: I, she, you know what she was like. I was confused. It was like one of those awkward boner moments. Because <laughs> because she's she's very attractive, like and, and like the, the the character quality of it. Because you know, obviously, like the tattoos and like the eyes, where it's supposed like it's it's very uh, uh, foreign and alien. But it's just like, oh, that's different. But I didn't know that I found that attractive. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she's she's that type of uh, uh, Sophia Boutella is I uh, hope I pronounced that correct. Uh, does that good of a job? And yeah, I, I very much she got into character. She's a very good character actress. I, I was sold on on her character as the mummy I, I enjoyed it actually She was not uh, any part bad in this movie she was a very convincing villain
2: yeah the only thing that and,
1: and if I can say the only
2: thing probably. that yeah the only thing that I'll say about her character that I didn't like was that she was underutilized okay y- you know like uh, you know she she destroys she turns shit into sand okay yeah. Like, she can turn that whole thing into sand, but yet when, when Dr. Jekyll uh, has her imprisoned in chains, she can't turn those chains into sand? Good call. And they, you know, like, as soon as she's released, she turns that entire building into fucking sand. Well, She does uh, do that
0: because she has to have that amazing scene of
2: her crawling up the chains backwards, which was awesome. It was. It, was, say, it like, was great, but, it, like, she was underutilized. She could have been more badass.
1: I was going to say, in, in that part, I don't know. Because Wonder Woman's weakness is that if you bind her wrists guards together, that she loses her powers. Like that's a fucking yeah,
2: but but they didn't do that in the movie.
1: No, they didn't do that at all because because
2: it's super stupid and super (laughs) corny. Yeah. So apparently, this this chick who likes to murder people while she's fucking them, you know, if she gets into bondage, she's she can't do anything. Yeah, I guess
0: not. Sounds like my. I mean, guys, for me. The worst part of this movie was Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe. And Eddie brought it up. Russell Crowe plays one of my favorite characters of all time. He plays Dr. Jekyll. And when he turns into Hyde, I just fucking lose it. I I'm so pissed off. And <laughs> and and now and now and, and for whatever reason Dr. Jekyll has all this information, like information about in the Natural History Museum of London. He has objects that contain the hand of a gill man and a vampire's fanged skull.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Like, well, oh my. God. This is where it got very,
1: um, do you guys remember? Stupid. Yeah, you guys remember League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Mm-hmm. This is where it kind of it mixed that world in with, with me because that movie, when, when it happened, it uh, took those those characters and it it made them well kind of comic booky and that's what i feel that this movie is doing or or what it did it was made it very uh, comic booky um to a certain degree maybe graphic novel even you know like a step up from from the whole comic book yeah. type thing and that's where I, that's where i took it from and it was hard because i felt that there was no broad definition to say, hey, listen, we're taking this movie seriously, or we're making this movie a little bit more comic booky, like with, you know, with all the superheroes that are being so popular. Like, I, I feel like there was no clear kind of uh, uh, gauge between one or the other. Take it seriously, or have it be kind of more uh, uh funsy character fan of the soul Well, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm fucking too high yeah. to that
0: word. Yeah, yeah. But, see, guys, that's what sucks, though, too, is because when Russell Crowe and, and uh, Tom Cruise fight, they're fighting like superheroes. These guys are not monsters. There's difference between a monster and a superhero. Superheroes you root for. Monsters you run away from. Well, These guys are supposed yeah. to be scary. And they're throwing each other around the museum. Like they're fucking Batman and Iron Man.
1: Yeah, I feel this <laughs> it, because it doesn't you're, you're make some sense. Cursed child, you don't need. You don't need. It, yeah, it, to have the ability or, or power after you find out too. Like that just seems like you, you feel like if you're uh, this this ex-war hero or, or I mean I'm sorry, active uh, war uh, guy, that you would have found out these abilities a little bit more that you could take a beating that much. But only after right? you're you're the cursed child or the fuck or the you know a uh, uh, fucking thing that you find that
0: out. It's just it's just it's just for me, the worst part of this movie, like I said was was Tom Cruise. he was not fun. but for me, I mean, it's still when I saw the part with the whole Russell, fine, Russell Crowe's gonna be Dr. Jekyll. that's fine. I'm not I'm not saying that that's a bad uh, acting choice. I, that's fine. I mean he's he's not a bad actor. No. he could do something with the role. I'm fine with it. But when you make Dr. Jekyll, the Nick Fury of this universe, I'm <laughs> furious. I'm furious because, you know, Nick Fury knew everybody. He knew about Cap. He knew about Iron Man, blah, 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 blah. So then when they're like, hey, this is this is Dracula's skull and this is the Gilman's hand, it's like, oh, my God. And then I'm already pissed off because I know neither Russell Crowe or Tom Cruise has signed on to do any more movies. So they're gonna have all new actors play these characters, and it's like, mm. what is the fucking point? Tom Cruise did not sign on to do movie number nine in the Dark Universe. You know like, what I'm saying? As you should. It's it's like that's, it's like honestly, it's, oh, it's annoying.
1: Like that's that's a huge investment right now for something that you well, you probably already have a good answer to. So unless like something changes, I. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll give you this though, and I'm sure we'll go into it a bit more just because we talked about it before. This movie visually was very pretty, and there were a lot of scenes and yes. shots that were I was like, actually, that was very well done. The plane crash scene in the beginning, I thought was actually very well done. Like it looked like in time proof was very intense. It was a very extreme moment right there, and actually just seeing like kind of like that half camera shot of him in the plane taking the the G's pretty much. Uh, versus just kind of like the the outside, uh-huh. of the scenery just moving. That was an intense moment, and then the plane just crashing. It was an awesome part, man. I actually liked that. Or, uh, or in, in the, where she's in the streets, uh, you know, like, and she just fucking takes. Yeah, she she played a badass part where she she's just like this sorceress, this mummy that who's all all fucking powerful. She had a lot of cool scenes, and I, I, you know, that was the saving grace of this movie that I could I'd say I, I might be optimistic or, or giving them. A lot more than I need to because uh, the story did kind of fall short at the end too. But, you know, where it makes up for it, the green screen movie as it is, it looked pretty.
0: It did. And you know what? To add on that, I just recently have upgraded my TV service last week to the silver package, which means I get HBO, Showtime Cinemax, and all the sports channels. So I had the luxury of watching... The Mummy, Tom Cruise, a movie we're reading tonight, uh, behind the scenes on HBO. Oh. And they filmed the whole – uh, and, the, and, and the whole thing was not about the movie. The whole thing was how did they film the plane scene? And they took them up there and they did the zero gravity thing where you're up so high in the atmosphere and there's zero gravity. Yeah. And then the real plane took a nosedive. So all the twisting and turning that's going around – is actually Tom Cruise and that lady, not stunt doubles, going up as high as they possibly could and then taking a nosedive down. Yeah. And then they add all the special stuff later. So that's what made it intense was because I bet Tom Cruise was like, oh, oh, I'm almost to Scientology. Almost there. (laughs) No wait, I'm pissed (laughs) off. He he likes doing his own
1: stunts. But yeah, I mean, they did the same thing for, uh, I remember doing for them a while back for Apollo 13.
0: Didn't he also, uh, didn't Tom Cruise also do that big famous plane stunt for MI Five. Yeah, where he was hanging off the plane. Hanging
1: off the plane, yeah.
0: So I mean, like that's does his own stunts, that's cool. Man. Fine. So you know what? You're doing your own stunts, fine, but you're not seeing this movie. So when I said that my issue is with it's Russell Crowe, it is, but my second issue with this movie is Tom Cruise. And this is my statement slash question: Tom Cruise, what the fuck are you doing in this movie? The same question I had is when I saw you in 2005 when you and War of the Worlds. What the fuck are you doing in this movie? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, why are you here? This movie is not made for a big actor because I'm looking at the poster right now and it says Tom Cruise, the mummy. Why? It's a, it's so annoying. It's so douchebaggy. All right. And you know what? I'm, I, I, I'm was, pissed, I, I didn't know where off. you were going. With that, but actually, I
1: see where you're at. I I think I agree with you. Well put, actually. With some a movie like The Mummy and with the war A War of the Worlds, which I enjoyed that movie, but yeah, like that those probably could have shined better with more of an up and coming star. That actually could have been a better movie for for a, a lower celebrity. Holy shit!
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't even. Think Some about somebody that. that didn't somebody that maybe didn't need the spotlight as much as Tom Cruise does. You yeah. know, and again, we're we're shitting on him, but like he's a good actor, and it's not like he's bad in the movie. They just made decisions that were bad because they focused on him than this more than the story.
1: You know what? Holy shit! Actually, dude, like you did a good job there. I just blew my mind. Like I'm trying to think. Actually, like I think that a, a different actor choice. Probably would have given given this movie
0: a, a bit
1: more merit.
0: Somebody that was new up and coming. I'm like, think about it. The Mummy trilogy is what they called the it, one with Brendan Fraser. At the time in 1998, Brendan Fraser really wasn't that huge just yet. No. George. He a couple George, of, George small of movies. the
2: Jungle.
0: He did. He did George of the Jungle. He did. He did. Um, uh, the one where he was like a caveman. Was it bio, bio man? man or whatever? And then he did Blast from the Past. He did. He did. Oh, and then he did Airheads.
1: Hold on. Airheads. So I, I think, I, I think the, you're, I'm gonna give the the chronological part here. Okay. Uh, we gotta look this up here. What? Uh, let's see. What year the movie came out? Mummy came out in '99. Before that, it, Blast from the Past, Gods and Monsters, which was I think the shortest mill or film to date. Yeah, drew the Jungle. The movie was, was shot in less a less than a month. at uh, Gods and the Monsters. Um. What else did he do? I mean, he had school ties, right? Yeah, airheads. Yeah. Yeah, so he had a- airheads. So-
2: airheads was fucking great. I the, loved airheads.
1: Uh, the the scout. Uh, he was in a few unaccredited movies. Yeah, school ties. Yeah, and Man. So he had a, he had a few big ones. But the Mummy was obviously probably uh the peak, right?
0: It is what made him a star, and that's what they needed to do, because if you go back and you look at the uh, War of the Worlds poster. It says, Tom Cruise, War of the Worlds. It, it doesn't even advertise as Steven Spielberg, which is a big director. It's like, it's you are in the wrong movie. You should not be in this movie. And it's disappointing because this movie, you're right, Eric, should not be an action movie. This movie should be a serious drama. It should have some action. It should be an adventure movie. But Tom Cruise is what made this movie bad. And I think people are not going to see this movie because I think they're sick of it. Well, you know what, like...
1: Th- these are these are great elements to talk about. I think the reason why the Brendan Fraser mummy worked so well and early on is because it defined early on that it was going to be kind of this fantasy uh, family adventure, kind of playful esque movie. Where the one you have now really doesn't seem. You don't know what you're getting with a Tom Cruise movie anymore because he's done so much that I need to to know which Tom Cruise I'm I'm going to be getting into here. So. In that in mind, too, like with that not being defined, you would replace that with a better actor or or I'm sorry, not a better actor, with another a different actor, one that would um, maybe be slightly typecasted for it. It's it's difficult to go with. It
0: really is. So and you know what? And here's the thing. Russell Crowe. I have no problem with Russell Crowe. I like him in a lot of movies. But if you want to have Tom Cruise in this movie, then take out Russell Crowe and make Tom Cruise be Dr. Jekyll. I don't know if he could pull it off, but... I, you know, I mean, it, it's got to be someone... No, it, it's, it might be, have to be a
1: younger actor. It might be someone who's, you know, not completely unknown, but maybe even like a, a, a transitional actor. Someone from TV to movie to play... Tom Cruise's role instead. So, in that regard, this would be a paycheck movie for Tom Cruise, probably because it was just something like, yeah, fine, this is available, I'm available, you guys are doing it, let's just do it, type thing. And I get to do my
0: Absolutely. Own stuff.
1: But, uh, yeah, like, uh, Tom Cruise, I think, takes himself as an action star when he, people like him as a dramatic actor instead mm-hmm. And or, or they, they see him better as that. Or maybe just try something different out of character. I think it, it might be the
0: exhaustion of Tom Cruise. I mean, I mean, and guys, honestly, that's what I think it is. I just think that everybody's kind of sick of it. And I mean, I personally am just saying that I'm sick of it. I've seen nothing but crap from Tom Cruise. And he ruined this movie for me because we all all three of us agree that the actress that played the mummy was wonderful. She was great. I wanted more of her. She was. Jake she was Johnson awesome. was
2: really good in the movie too.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. you do have some people that were really good, but you know, the main parts, she, she, she was good. And now we just get this guy, this, this, this Tom Cruise, who just comes in. It's like, hey, everybody, I'm Tom Cruise, and I like Scientology, I like this movie. Don't and even.
1: like no. I I, see the, I, I never even think about the Scientology part. I'm not even kidding you. No, I I don't, but going back to it before is that like his more memorable roles as of late have been where he's been out of character and the one character that he plays very well is Tom Cruise character, which is the same, you know, uh, same, the same haircut, the same, uh, uh, ex military gonna do my own stunts action star. It's the same fucking shit that we've seen since, since Ben pimping, you know, since whatever the fuck it's been a while. But the ones that stand out are the ones he did in Tropic Thunder, or the ones he did in Collateral, where he played kind of like this weird kind of villainous character type thing. You know, where he where he steps out of the line a bit more is mm-hmm. where he excels a bit more, and I think that he should explore that a lot more because we've been seeing he basically played Jack Reacher finds a mummy.
2: Absolutely, that's a good point. That, yes. you you're you're spot on because like I I I completely agree with you like Tom Cruise is a good actor but you see him do the same thing over and over again it's just fucking boring. Yeah.
0: And 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 that's the thing too is that I'm looking up his IMDb credits right now and they're already filming and, and there's already promotional stills out for Mission Impossible 6 but he could be successful in American made because he's playing something different. Yeah. So, so he could be good like in that. See
1: that. I would like to see that.
0: But overall for me Again, I don't think this movie is bad. I mean, like we all, kind of behind the scenes here for the fans, we have a we have a Facebook Messenger group that we all talk to each other on. And and Ed was at the theater, watched the movie, and you can tell that he hated it and he was bored because he kept on texting us while he was in the movie theater that this movie's fucking terrible. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I literally
2: and, I literally yeah. fell asleep, guys, and I was sober. And that's that was for ten, that... It was for 10 minutes, but it was like I wasn't tired. I started watching the movie. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then it was just bad. And then it got worse. And then the only thing that kept me going was that, okay, I've got another half an hour left. Uh, and to and see it 10 minutes grow by. This, yeah. is, this
0: is why I disagree with you. I do not think that The Mummy, this Mummy, 2017, is bad. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think that you have the wrong actor in the main role, and that in turn just makes you think of the movie in a certain way that you probably would not think of the movie if somebody else would be in that role. Um, I, Like I said before, I love the actors that played the mummy. She was great. Have somebody else play Dr. Jekyll and completely change Dr. Jekyll's character, M.O. Why in the hell is yeah. the Nick Fury of this franchise is beyond me, and I don't like it. And they do a lot of stupid shit. And um, I would really like it if they would just make a mummy movie, where it was everything leading up to the events. You know, like, wouldn't it be great if we had the whole, if this movie was about the chick who was playing the mummy. Try to become who she is and rise to power, and then the movie ends with her being mummified. So you want like a
1: a, a period piece, or you want something like actually that is is back in time in Egypt?
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because I was so that's when I was at the edge of my seat, having a good time. Oh, great, this is good. But then also the other fifty percent of me was like, oh, I've seen this before, and the mummy in the forties. And also in the Brendan Fraser movie in The Mummy, where you always start off in Egypt and you tell the story and then boom, modern time, whatever the story's being told. It's like, it's like, oh, been there, done that the third time. That's another reason why I think this movie, you know, know, it just sucks. I'm looking at his credits too, and
1: like I'm doing a count and like of like the past 18 movies, like 15 of them, he is either active or inactive special ops. Or something Yeah, military, that's something, true. Something military. And he,
2: you're, you're right. He does, lo- he does love even in collateral. Like even when he's good, like he's a hitman, but he's like, uh, he's he's like the, the best hitman ever. Yeah.
1: And you know what? I give him a pass on a few because he was that way in Night and Day. But in Night and Day, it established the line early that this was going to be a ridiculous, dumb, fucking comedy, and it was. <laughs> and because of it, I actually enjoyed it. Like, seeing Tom Cruise just being kind of like this this weird fucking wacko kind of... I enjoyed it for that. It was playful, and it established it early. It didn't take itself seriously for one bit. And that's where I had trouble with a, a lot of the other movies. So, especially
0: this one. Eric, back, you're I'm right. Going, this I'm movie is trying to, to be point, two different things at once. It's to trying point, to I just be... want to talk about
1: Night and Day, really. That's what, I, really what it was. <laughs>
0: but,
1: fuck, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> this... This... This movie is trying to be a brand new, serious mummy movie. But then this movie's also saying, hey, it works for all those superhero movies, and we're kind of the original superheroes, so to speak, so love us. And I'm here saying no. I'm not looking forward to The Bride of Frankenstein because it's completely ass-backwards. I'm not looking to any of these movies. There's a rumor that Johnny Depp is playing the Invisible Man. Sure, I'll see that when that happens. You know, and also there's a rumor that Scarred Joe is going to be in The Creature from a Black Ogoo. So, I mean, there's this, all these rumors. And what I'm hoping they don't do is add all these big actors to it. Because this is going to ruin it for me. Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe, you have ruined this movie for me. I have not much more to say. The visuals were great. The woman who played the mummy was great. I like her backstory. But my God, Tom Cruise, get the fuck out of this movie.
1: Uh, you, are you kicking into reviews right now, then?
0: I mean, I can. It's up to you guys. Yeah, on that end. All right. So uh, let me do all the time, Ed. How much money would you spend
2: to see the mummy? I would not spend a penny to see this fucking movie. Like it was awful. You know, it. it I literally took a nap, and like I was counting down the minutes. What kept me going was knowing that there was like, okay, I've made it halfway through this movie. Alright, I've got half an hour left in this movie. Okay, this movie's about over. I've got ten minutes left. Like that's what kept me going. Tom Cruise is a good actor. You can't knock him. It's just that he makes the film focus around him. And he's although he's a good actor, he's not he's not the guy to carry these movies. He can't carry a movie anymore. Or at least a movie of this scale. And with what they're trying to do. You know, with this dark universe. I'm... And they've already flopped at it twice. My thoughts are... Is that they put Tom Cruise in this movie. They begged him to do it. Somebody did.
1: He owed a favor.
2: Yeah, he owed him a favor. Or they begged him to do the movie because they needed to build credibility to the, the universe. But, like... They begged Tom Cruise... It's almost it's almost like, you know, you're you're down to the bottom of the ninth, and you have a chance to put in Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, Frank Thomas, or Tom you know, uh, or or Tom Cruise. <laughs> and for some reason, people love Tom Cruise for that for that idea. And you know, maybe he's a good marketer. Maybe he's built himself. You know, built built him, himself as that guy. But he's fucking not like I I, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I love Tom Cruise. I like the Mission Impossible movies. I like all the stuff that he does until he does shit like this and he makes the movie about him and the people behind it are the same people that are that are behind the Mission Impossible movies so they know that they have to make the movie built around the concept to make Tom Cruise look good. And when you do that, rather than tell the story, you fail. And that's exactly what happened. So I would not pay a single dime to see this movie. And, you know, I hope that our fans have stuck through it because this is free and you should <laughs> not like this movie. <laughs> Eric, how much money would
0: you spend to see The Mummy?
1: I, I would not spend any money for this movie. I think my, my opinions have been made pretty clear uh, for the show. If this movie was on HBO, like if it was on a movie channel for free – I'd have it on. It's a it's a easy movie just to kind of mindlessly watch. It's a very pretty movie because of all the the effects. Again, that airplane scene was actually really dope. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, the the end fight scene was pretty dope. I enjoyed that a lot. Like there was a a lot of moments where we were just like that was pretty dope. I liked it a lot. But everything else fell short. It felt like again it didn't know what. Pace it was trying to go at. I it. It didn't know what kind of attitude I was trying to give. I was very confused by it. Uh, you guys have made some awesome points. Tom Cruise is too much of a beacon, and I, if they went with a, a lower tier celebrity or an up and coming, they probably would have had a lot more gravitas instead of instead of this. Um, that probably would have been the best improvement that that uh, for for this movie. Have a different cast involved for Tom Cruise. And then you you may have something else too, um. That's that that's r- really about it. Like I wouldn't spend any money on this movie. I, I, I yeah. I I just I think that the only part of maybe which just been casting could have made it better. Um, without any going into two big extremes as far as you know for story and visual uh, effects or anything like that. But that's that's it. That's my, that's my two cents there.
2: You you know just just adding on like you had said like if it was on HBO or something like that you know what this movie makes me makes me think it's going to be, mm. it's going to be the one that like FX buys and then replays 47 times a day, with that whole dinner in a movie behind the scenes yeah. bullshit, and they make they spend all this money to advertise exclusive television premiere of the Mummy, and then they have to play it thirty thousand times just to get their ad the money they they bought back, yeah, you know. Well, um, I'm
0: going to be a little different, guys. I may shock you, but I, I'm i going to say, you know, half price. Sure. Um, I'm just I'm just mad because of the examples that I have given throughout the whole show here. But, I mean, overall, what I've been noticing recently, this year so far, 2017, and with reviewing movies with you guys, movies are pretty to look at anymore. It could be the worst story ever, worst acted, but my God, they are pretty. And this movie is very beautiful to look at. It's bad. Uh, Tom Cruise is not bad in it. I mean, like he's not a bad actor. That's not my beef. My beef is just Tom. What the fuck are you doing in this movie? Just just get out of here. Agreed. Um, and if you want to do, if you want to go off of the Marvel universe and DC universe thing and ride those coattails, fine. I'm not gonna jump on your on your spirits there, but do something fucking different. And right now you're doing exactly what they've done for DC and you're doing exactly what they're doing for Marvel. You're giving me big stars with no payoff and I'm just getting bored. I'm getting sick of it. So not a great movie, but not terrible. We have reviewed worse. So, I mean, I think I'll pay half price for it. Definitely though. Don't go see this in theaters. It's, it's, it's just a waste of your Sunday afternoon. But uh, next week, hopefully, we won't be saying that because we got All Eyes on Me, which I'm really excited for. And if you're a fan of Straight Out of Compton like I am, then you know that the guy who played Tupac in that movie is playing Tupac in this movie.
2: So, y'all yeah, get shot when you see Tupac.
0: I know. Uh, I have a little bit of Tupac history in my life, believe it or not, so I'm, I'm
2: kind of excited. Because well, I fucked your bitch! Oh, wait, no, never mind.
1: <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I had the album, All Eyes On Me. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, uh, Disc 2 is my favorite, for sure. When We Ride and uh, mm-hmm. Can't See Me were one of my favorites
2: off that album.
0: Changes is one of my favorites, so uh, I'm Mate. really
2: excited to see what they do with it. We ain't ready to see um, a black president. Uh, oh, wait. We, that was... Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs>
1: oh, man. You gotta go with the album. All Eyes on Me was was a fantastic album. Two disc special. It had California Love on it. Like, it had Thug Passion on it. That was a good one, too. Uh, I mean... A lot of classics on that, yeah. Uh.
2: And 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 yeah. he's a guy that would like write and write an album a day, and they're, they're still releasing shit that's never been released. You know, I, I I love Tupac as an artist. I've been waiting for them to tell his story, and you know, I'm so excited. I'm I'm hoping and praying and hoping and praying that the people behind the movie who really haven't done a whole lot, that they you know that that comes that, that that's okay, and they make they just do the guy. You know, the, the, he's the greatest. He's the greatest poet of all time. Tupac's I'm just excited to time. see how it goes. I'm just really
0: excited to see this all black movie in White Town Redneck uh, Swanson. This will be fun.
2: You'll be the only one there.
0: <laughs> I it's just gonna be fun. I can't wait. I'm gonna show up with my Tupac oh, shirt. My so anyway. Act. Yeah, it's gonna be. You're gonna be a pipple in there, buddy.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> This is what's gonna happen. Yeah, listen, you, you know so, the one. Listen, you that's the that's gonna be the safest place to be in Detroit on that day.
1: No. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I don't be. know about that, but well, yeah, they... <laughs>
0: shootings well... happen anywhere in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how proof died. Well, everybody, we appreciate we appreciate you guys. Uh listening to this episode uh we wanted to say uh real quick to everybody uh that the show's been going on for a year and a half now and we wanted to say thank you so much uh we're doing it for you guys and keep up the downloads we appreciate it make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and on our sister site uh movieguyspodcast.podbean.com where you can see all of our episodes and also other episodes a part of the be real network and on iTunes, Movie Guys Podcast, you can search as well. Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And we'll be back next week for All Eyes on Me. So thank you so much. And have a good night. Later, boys.